Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Lux mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, hello, hello. I'm your Winifred Sanderson hostess with the mostest, Michael Munoz. And welcome to In Yo Mouth! In Yo Mouth. I'm the queen of food who's always in the mood. To lick it right, lick it good, show you how to... Oh, God, that's good. I want to know what you eat from the streets to the sheets. So open wide, honey. I'm coming. In Yo Mouth. goosebumps. Hey there and welcome back, folks. Once again, I'm your hostess with the most is Munoz and happy new year. Uh, last week, as you all know, I took a break. You know, I let you all know via like, what was it? Like a four and a half minute little podcast that I just needed a break. You know, 70, 70 episodes, 70 weeks of just like straight podcasting, whether it was with one of my fabulous guests or just me solo, is a lot of work, y'all, is a lot of work. And your girl needed to sit la fuck down for a minute. Can I even tell you that I am still exhausted from, from my 40th birthday and I didn't do anything. Like my friends threw me a roast on Zoom, not made me a roast, threw me a roast, like, you know, the old uh, Comedy Central roasts or like the Dean Martin roasts. Um, it was really, really fun and absolutely amazing. They sent me all sorts of food to Brooklyn uh, where I'm apartment sitting. They, uh, they sent me booze, food, all sorts of things. And I was alone and I am still I'm still exhausted. Uh, the drinking needs to stop. The exercising needs to start. And what, just what a weird, what a weird beginning of the year. Uh, can we just talk about it for a second? I'm not even talking about the news because what we're not going to do today is talk about the hot mess that America is. And January 21 can't be here fast enough. But like, uh, I, I was serious when I said, didn't, did you all think that like, you know, the clock struck 12 on December 31st and then all of a sudden January 1 would come and it would all be different, but it wasn't. We were just still at home and in the same place. It's just all very weird and all very, I don't know. I don't know, but 
you know what? Hopefully good things are coming. And I'm really excited for this first episode of the new year because this guest I am obsessed with. And I have him here, I think, for a very, very specific reason. Maybe he can just zap us zap us into a, a, a better place. Ladies and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming the one, the only, Nick Alcaraz. Hi, hey, Nick. hey, how are you? Good. I am sitting in a circle of salt, girl. <laughs> <laughs> we all need to. We all need to. <laughs> oh, my God. How are you? How are you? I'm doing very well. I mean, I'm trying to, you know, hone my very, very good energy in this bad time, trying to, you know, uh, keep it positive, keep it alive. I mean, that's uh, that's all we can do. And I have been very giving you my best Oprah Winfrey or my best Delilah since I'm on the radio these days. Um, I don't know if you're old enough to, uh, to know. Of who course. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I listened to Delilah every time the Christmas music was on. But yeah. only the Christmas music. <laughs> oh, okay, right? And her just giving you, like, the dulcet tones and all the relationship advice. But I have been, like, preaching about, like, self-care and our mental health. And the news cycle, um, the, that is just non-stop these days. I couldn't pull myself, even before we got on here, I told you, I just can't pull myself away because it's almost unbelievable. It's just really unbelievable and we really need to take care of ourselves mentally especially this at this time so for those of you out there in your mouth listeners i am so happy to have nick here and if you don't know and you should know nick alcaraz is an artist baker and performer he runs a food and diy page on instagram and tiktok called practical peculiarities his goal is to provide magical inspiration for a world of magical beings in the process he has loads of fun conjuring up sweet treats and divine diois and hopefully you are a bruja of some sort. Because <laughs> I, I think we're going to need to end this podcast with some sort of incantation, some sort of like protective circle to, you know, to get us through yeah, the beginning of definitely. this year. <laughs> you know, uh, before we go anywhere, Nick, though, I want to start the pod, you know, the way we always start the pod in the grand tradition of In Your Mouth. I want to wish you... Happy National Gluten-Free Day! Yay! You know, it's funny because the next TikTok I'm going to do is a gluten-free treat. Oh, yeah. look at that. I, uh, You know what? <laughs> the, the divine inspiration of it all, I'm a secret mind reader. Yeah, we're connecting. We are. We are. I am like astroplaning to you and, and that beautiful. I wish you all could see, and I may have to post a little video moment of us like talking here, Nick, because Nick is sitting, Nick is zooming in from LA, is it? Yeah, from Burbank, California. LA, oh, basically. Oh my Around God. there. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> Nick is in like Burbank, California, and he is consoling, he has been consoling Kim in her recent separation from Kanye <laughs> up in Burbank. No, um, but where Nick is and his like little setup and his background is absolutely stunning. Is stunning. Thank and, you. Thank you. Uh, and is. Like my Lainey Kazan fails in. in the <laughs> uh, you have Whitney there. Is that Whitney? No, it's Lainey Kazan. Bite your oh. tongue. <laughs> I can't move the computer right now, but I'll show you a close up when we're done. All right. <laughs> 
All uh, right. The one, <laughs> the only, the divine spirit of Lainey Kazan is with us today on the pod. But back to National Gluten-Free Day. Are you posting the gluten-free video because you've been gluten? You are gluten-free or you're just entertaining the children? Right. I'm not gluten-free. I'm just entertaining the children. You know, I have a lot of friends here in LA um, and they're like, is it gluten-free? Is it gluten-free? Is it gluten-free? And I'm like, okay, it's hard to find or make good things that are gluten-free. And so I never do. And, you know, I usually tend to my friends that eat dairy and eat any sweet. But this time, you know, I think, you know, I should be more versatile. And I love almonds. So it's going to be like an almond flour type thing. Oh, and yeah. lovely. And are, did, you, did you just come out as verse on the pod? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, and silence. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just put a pin in that, I guess. <laughs> oh my God, that was good. That was yeah, really, really good. You have to be flexible these days, you know? <laughs> but truer words have never been spoken. <laughs> and you are in luck, Nick, because it's a double day today for some reason. And it's also National Peach Melba Day. Ooh. Yeah, I love a good Peach Melba, right? I mean... I've never had a Peach Melba. All right. But you've had a... <laughs> but I've had peach. I've had a peach. <laughs> <laughs> are you telling us you've got to... Wait, I'm not even going to go back down. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Well, no matter if you're celebrating uh, National Gluten-Free Day, National Peach Melba Day, or the trash fire that is America today, we support you. And moving right along, Nick, into this day in gay history. Did you know that in 1958, in the landmark case of One Inc. versus Olson, the United States Supreme Court rules in favor of the First Amendment rights of the lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender magazine, One, the homosexual magazine. I, I was doing a little bit of research, and I think this is like the first, one of the first gay publications um, oh, ever nice. to be. Yeah. You know, I had no idea, but hallelujah. But yes, indeed. And, you know, um, I thought it very appropriate um, as as the news cycle is debating uh, the difference between uh, what is free speech and what is um, other, you know, right. yeah. and, and what we're doing in the world today. But, um, you know, our history uh, is it goes, we've been here is what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with, with, and I can't find the words to do it. But uh, we've been here and uh, one, the homosexual magazine in my research um, had turned, has turned now turned into the gay archives, like because it was all this material that this one person um, kind of collected through the ears. Um, and it's now stored in this big gay archival base, I think, in San Francisco. So shout out to you. Oh, awesome. And, right? Isn't that cool? Yeah, I, yeah. I love these little factoids, right? And, <laughs> and it's joyous news on this day. But I want to I move right along. And if you all out there don't know who Nick is, please, as you're listening, open your Instagram, go to at Practical Peculiarities um, on Instagram and look at the very, very cute face that is Nick. Let's start, <laughs> let's start at the very beginning. Where did you find your inspiration for cooking and baking? Like, where did the, where did the magic aspect come from? A two-part question, if you will. 
All right. Well, from the very beginning, um, I was raised with my grandmother in Santa Fe, New Mexico. That's where I'm from. And um, she was always cooking and she loved Halloween. And she, you know, always um, had witches out. Her favorite things were were witches. And she's always baking. And I was always there with her in the kitchen and always watching her and always observing. And that's where my love for it came. So when I was a kid, um, we had this ghost decoration that had this really cool black hooded cape. And I just snatched that right off that ghost and I would wear it like every day to school. Um, and you know what? People thought I was weird, but like, I didn't care. Cause I was like, yeah, I'm a witch. Watch out. I'm a witch. So, <laughs> you know, that's where that came from. And then, um, the baking, I would just, you know, I, I started with box cakes and cake mixes and I would like add things to the box cake mixes. And then, um, from there, um, you know, I started dabbling in recipes. I found this recipe book in my grandma's drawer and I just, you know, it's like, oh, we have the ingredients for this. We have the ingredients for that. And, you know, things I'd make people would like, and it just felt really good for people to appreciate what I was doing. So it's kind of like a little bug that bit me and couldn't stop. Yeah, right. And I mean, he must have bit you in the right place, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, his creations I'm obsessed with because it's your aesthetic is so unique and so beautiful and and just so well thought out and put together that the time it must take for you to to do this, like I I I can't even fathom it. Right. Yeah. It does take a lot of time. And, you know, uh, going back to like where it started with the baking, there was baking and then there was also um, being crafty and being an artist. So like when you live with your grandma who doesn't have any internet internet at all, um, we were poor, you know, we had to go around the house and like collect all these things and create things. So I was always creating since day one. So I love to merge, you know, baking and uh, art together uh, because I, I feel like the mediums in baking are just like clay and, you know, glue and stuff. So I, I don't see a line between them or a separate separate separation between them uh they're just all one to me and they do take a lot of time but it's a lot of time uh that relieves stress so I don't even see it as time when I'm doing it it's kind of just you know what I'm doing yeah time doesn't really exist (laughs) and you bring up a, a very good point here because we've talked a lot on this podcast about seeing food beyond its purpose Meaning, you know, that it's uh, food is right food, whether it be desserts or, you know, savory dishes or whatnot, is the act of creating is is more than just for sustaining your body. You know, it's it's finding like Dr. J from Chop Happy was finds, you know. Uh, zen and gratitude, you know, in the kitchen in different ways by whether it's like stirring the pots or, um, or, you know, kneading the dough and um, Mikey Bell from Wales, you know, was finding, finding inspiration through cooking and, and realizing that, that the recipes he was making hold are the key to these like really specific memories that he has, you know? Yeah. So I I find that really beautiful that like, you know, it's a de-stressor for you and, and you use it for another purpose. 
Yeah. And also, you know, um, since, you know, I moved to LA, my grandmother who, you know, would bake with me had passed. And now for me, it's sort of ritualistic. I light a candle and, you know, that's when I'm with her is when I'm creating. Where did you grow up? Santa Fe, New Mexico. Oh, Santa Fe, are you there? <laughs> you know, it's either that one people say or the one from Rent, but I love both. Oh, okay. I forget <laughs> I forget why he wanted to be in Santa Fe. To open up a restaurant. Our cuisine there is like amazing. Well, no, that was the Rent one. But why did he want to, like, was life so much better back in the day in Santa well, Fe? Because I think he wanted to be an artist uh, and in Santa Fe, it's a very artsy town. Maybe he just wanted to open a gallery there. I don't know. I don't know. Because uh, you know, <laughs> he was a painter. <laughs> Jack Kelly. Christian, uh, really? Uh, Christian Bale was a painter in that movie? <laughs> um, I'm, I guess I'm talking about the musical, <laughs> uh, like the stage musical. Of he's Newsies? Like, Wait. Of Newsies. We- yeah. Jack Kelly. He's a painter. He paints the sets and then like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. Uh, like, uh, oh my God, take my gay card away. <laughs> oh my God. So growing up in Santa Fe with your grandma, right? And just baking and lighting the candles. And so it seems to me that this, um, that this magic, this like kind of mystical world really, really stuck with you and why is that like what is it about it that's so alluring that like inspires you and inspires your creations right so when I was younger um I I went through a lot of you know hardship and the only escape that I had was through movies like Hocus Pocus or Harry Potter and Halloween I had a lot of anxiety and the things that relieved my anxiety were talking about Halloween. And, you know, it's all good memories to me is what my grandma would open her doors and, you know, we'd cook food and you never knew who was going to stop by Halloween night. And it was just like a nice meeting place around the table. So that's where it's come from. Just the happy feelings, happy feelings and happy thoughts. Um, That's what I connect with magic. It's kind of almost, it sounds to me that it was almost like an escape for, for you from like right. the, the world around us. Right, right. And much like this podcast is for me and for, <laughs> hopefully for you, the audience, escape, escape from that news cycle that I... Yes, <laughs> right? please, escape. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot to, to, to know, to like, you know, bless us all, <laughs> Nick, at some point here, because we need every last, every last good vibe that we can get these days. Here's so, the thing with that, like, um, I, I could definitely give you guys all the good intentions that I have or all the good around the world, but it all starts with you, you know, if you want, to, you know, to be happy and you want to uh, escape, you know, just change your thought change your vibration and things will go the way that you want them to i love i love that all right all right <laughs> well what a great message for the for the new year now grow, now growing up in uh santa fe and you were talking about uh, a little bit of the hardships and i want to take a little bit of a turn because we always talk about coming out on the pod and i think it's very important and why not start why not start the new year with some good vibrations and you know because we never know who's listening i always say right. and we never each one of our stories is unique to ourselves and we never know who we could help 
or inspire. And I kind of want to know what that process was like for you growing up in Santa Fe with your grandma. Right. Well, uh, it was, it was fun. I mean, I felt like, I feel like I lived like an older person's life when I was growing up and I had to grow up um, faster than I should have because uh, my mother, she was an alcoholic, so she wasn't around much. And my father, you know, him and my mom were divorced and I just didn't want to be at his house or whatever. Like he didn't really understand me. He was like into mechanic stuff and cars and stuff. And I just wanted to do art. So like I went exactly where I needed to be. And that was with my grandma. And, you know, Santa Fe is great. It's a great little town. Um, I came out as gay around 11 or 12, but first. Yeah. Yeah, that's first, incredible. Yeah, it was to my stepmom at first. And then um my dad, my stepmom like couldn't take it anymore because like she was hiding things from my dad and my dad knew. So he she came to crying to me one night and was like, You have to tell your dad. And I was like, Okay, I will. Like, I don't want this to be on you. One day I told my dad, and you know, he wasn't very like he wasn't furious or anything. He wasn't proud. Uh, but then I had no intentions of telling my mom's side of the family. I live with my grandma on my mom's side. And, you know, one Easter, I was, at my, I was there at my grandma's and my aunt said, hey, so what did your dad say when you told him you were gay? And then my stomach dropped and I was like, uh, you know, he didn't say much. And then the whole family was just like, well, we love you anyways. We always knew. And my great grandma actually told me that, well, told my mom when I was younger that I'd make some man very happy someday or some woman very happy someday. So they all knew like where I was coming from. And I'm so, I was so blessed to be nurtured in that sense. Yeah, that's beautiful. What a beautiful yeah. story. And, um, you know, I always find it really interesting that our parents seem to be the ones that have the hard time. Well, a, a lot of our parents, like my mom was great, you know, thank God, but not everyone is so lucky, but our parents seem to have the, a hard time, but yet it's the older generations, like our grandparents, and like you said, your great grandparent, who kind of understand. They're, yeah. they're like, they're like, yeah, this isn't a thing. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we will embrace you, and we got you. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, yes, yes to all that. But I, I want to say more about the story. Is that that was when I was younger, and now that I'm adult, my mom, she's back in my life. She's no longer an alcoholic. She got help. My father is like my number one fan. He's proud of me. And, you know, things just turn out. And that's why I say, like, the way you want your life to be, you know, you have to put it on a positive plane because then it'll happen for you. Because I could, you know, sit around and sulk about what was, but now I love what is. Um. Yeah. Yeah. You just gave me like goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. I love that. How... What a beautiful message to put out there and to like live by and and to and it truly emanates from you, right? You, I can, yeah. I can tell, I can tell, and I can feel it, obviously. <laughs> and we are, and we are on different sides of of the the, the country, coasts. the coasts, <laughs> yeah. if you will, right? Some some debatable that one coast is better than the other. But <laughs> I've never been to your coast. I've always wanted to be. Oh, well, there. you know what? Well, you are always welcome. You know, <laughs> I can't, I can't promise I won't hit on you when you're here, but I'll show you a good time. <laughs> 
Listen, I've been alone too long in this quarantine. <laughs> I'm <laughs> lucky. So- um, I've been with my best friend, my partner for, you know, the whole quarantine. So it's just been so fun. Oh my God. Did you hear that in your mouth, listeners? He was like, back up, bitch. You can't hit on me. <laughs> <laughs> all, of, all of a sudden I, I get a, right? And it's your man at the door. No, it's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am not surprised that somebody has snatched you up really quickly with all the good vibrations that you're putting out, all your beautiful <laughs> creations that you put out. And uh, and the Fache itself is stunning. I oh, want to take you. a quick break to take us out to my favorite part and the audience's favorite part of this podcast. And for the first time of this year, a little bit of something we like to call Food News Update! Food News Food News! Ooh, honey, you ain't ready, girl! Spill the tea! News Update! Hidden Valley has good news for vegans as they are releasing a vegan version of their famous Hidden Valley Ranch dressing. Ooh. You know, I never liked uh, Hidden Valley Ranch, but maybe the vegan version is good. I don't know. Wait a minute. Blasphemy. <laughs> but you know what? It was very nice having you here on the podcast. <laughs> and thank you all for listening to In Your... Uh, like, shut it down. What do you mean you're not a fan of Hidden Valley Ranch? <laughs> okay. You know, it's funny that I, I bake and all this stuff and it's all about flavor for me. Or to You know, you want to have flavor. But personally, I don't like food with a lot of flavor or a lot of milky saucy things you don't like food with a lot of flavor or milk and saucy things i needed right. to repeat that to process that <laughs> what does that mean i like, like simple flavors and i think that hidden valley is such a distinct flavor that eating too much of it's kind of gross for me oh well i mean i'm not saying that we need to <laughs> drink a gallon of it even though but this is america <laughs> but this <laughs> You are not wrong, kind sir. <laughs> you are not <laughs> wrong. Because Hidden Valley is um, has been known to do like some really outrageous things. And they are fans of the pod. And I am fans. And I am a fan of Hidden Valley Ranch. Not a sponsor. Um, <laughs> but I, it's delicious. You know, hopefully the vegan one will, you know, sway me in their direction. Maybe, 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 <laughs> maybe. I'm very, very curious about it. Actually, may I ask, is it okay to ask what your background is? Background. Okay. Like my ethnicity? Yeah, your ethnicity. So I'm a Spanish and black. Okay, here. So I, and I asked because of the, you don't like a lot of food with flavor comment. And And I was like, and I figured you were either some sort of Latino or, or something beautiful. <laughs> um, and I'm like, okay. Did, did we not grow up in a house that like that cooked a lot or right or, no no or, definitely my grandma cooked a lot and you know um it's she didn't have a lot of spices or whatever but like her food is very flavorful still so it's a lot of simple yeah. spices so when i say not a lot of flavor i mean I, I like things with simple simple flavor simple spice simple salt and pepper you know but like more elaborate things i can't really eat too much of that's, I just ask because it's interesting because, I mean, <laughs> Afro-Latino cooking or Latino cooking or, you know, it's it's so, it's so like heavily 
spiced sometimes, you know? Yeah, so it I is, find, it is. I, I find it can be, I should say. So I, I just find the juxtaposition the juxtaposition <laughs> just really interesting and um yeah i mean for really more... fun a, a fun tidbit especially because you what you create also is very <laughs> complex exactly yeah i mean personally my i like i like earthy things basically like earthy flavors vegetables you know and i like i think when it's less flavorful i can eat more of it i feel like less bad about eating it so Okay. That's where okay. I'm coming well, listen, <laughs> we're, we're not we're not throwing shade here to Hidden Valley Ranch whatsoever. No, not at all. Because I am very curious about this vegan um, dressing myself. Because Hidden Valley Ranch is so specific; it is America's dressing for sure. You know, <laughs> yes, <laughs> there is no is. other ranch dressing <laughs> but Hidden Valley Ranch dressing. Um, and so, hopefully, they got the recipe right to emulate it in the same way for our vegan brothers and sisters out there. Yeah, hopefully. (laughs) And you know what? A little bit, all I have to say is a little bit of ranch goes a long way, you know? Because it is so specific. Yeah, yeah. You know? But I think it's delicious. You have yet to be swayed. Hidden Valley Ranch, I think a challenge has been presented Right, I'm not opposed to being swayed, so. Yes. Oh, (laughs) oh, you heard that in your mouth, listeners? I thought that that was an invite to slide into the DM. Oh, no. (laughs) Stay away, stay away. (laughs) There we go again. It's your man at the door. (laughs) Shout out, shout out to your man and shout out to Hidden Valley Ranch. (laughs) Eat Gold Organics chocolate bars can help you have better sex. Ah, Uh, eat gold. So Eat Gold is the brand name. Uh, In your mouth listeners, you should have seen Nick's face as he tried to process that headline. He was like, (laughs) ah, oh, what? (laughs) (laughs) So Eat Gold Organics is the company that's making chocolate bars that can help you have better sex. Mm, Okay. All right. They are a company that is self-proclaiming to be organic, functional, and fucking delicious. This chocolate (laughs) brand is infused with adaptogens and nootropics, or in simpler terms, chocolate that's loaded with the good stuff to help adults do certain things better, like create, explore, sleep, push out the good vibes, and oh yeah, orgasm. Thank you, Yahoo Finance, for this (laughs) article, by the way. Um, Organic, handcrafted, and small batches, plant-based, and non-GMO, each of the Eat Gold bars are made with rich, high-quality chocolate derived from cacao to blend flavor and healthy benefits all in one. There's one for good sleep, uh, one for good vibes, uh, boost energy, one for working out, one for genius time, one for hot flashes, and one for doing it. Ooh, you know, maybe they should send those out um, with the next round of stimulus checks. Yeah, I mean, the world needs that. Did you not get your $600? Not yet. I got mine the day before my birthday. Well, happy birthday and congratulations. You're lucky. Maybe maybe now that I'm like a gay senior citizen that I've that I'm 40 now. Maybe they, <laughs> maybe they <laughs> thought I really needed it. You know? <laughs> so listen, that stimulus check went to a brand new microphone. So I am it's not this one. Coming soon to a podcast oh, awesome. near you. <laughs> I think I think that's really um 
awesome. You know, uh, the lineup includes Be Happy is one of the bars is called the other one. I This is why kind of why I uh, chose it. It's called Create Magic, the one for oh. genius time. I'm super interested in this. Like, is this in stores or? No, you can buy the chocolate bars. They're available nationwide through the brand's website. I, I think it's probably Eat Gold Organics. Um, they're on Instagram, Eat Gold Organics, I can see. And a single bar is $13 or six bars are $65. Ooh, bougie. Ooh. It's well, I mean, honey, who's bougie here? The chocolate <laughs> or you in Burbank, California, with that background? Let's talk about it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, you know, okay, those chocolate bars sound really fun. I think I'm going to try one. You know what? Eat gold. I think we're both here for this. I I think uh, Nick needs a create magic one and uh, don't send us one for doing it. Well, you could send Nick one for doing it because he lives with his man. Not, <laughs> not me because I'm the only one I'm doing it with is myself these days. So, you know, I think- the sleep one would come in handy, too, because that's rare sleep. Yeah, sleep with all the anxiety <laughs> these days, the self-imposed anxiety. Yeah, I'm here for this. I am here for this. And it's I like think- potion in a bar. I like yeah. it. Potion in a bar. Yeah. You know, I think I want to partner with this brand. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, look it up. May- you know what? May- maybe I've conjured this for you. Yeah. And last but not least, <laughs> see, seeing how we're talking about sex, and this has... I guess this is food adjacent. You will never look at sex toys the same way after finding out that Miley Cyrus uses them to decorate her house. Oh, that's just like her. (laughs) (laughs) One time I saw her at a Starbucks sitting on a counter. Okay. That's the end of my story. (laughs) You know what? I'm here for Miley's like raspy voice these days. And I really felt that none of the other food news, it was all brand related. And I was like, you know what? I shouted out Hidden Valley because they send me things sometimes and and eat gold. I felt like we just needed a break and needed to talk about sex toys. (laughs) And Miley Cyrus. Could you imagine though walking into like your friend's apartment and like part of their decor aesthetic is are like dildos and you know, I think that's probably every other house in West Hollywood over here. Um, so yeah, I mean. It's pretty fun, I'd yeah, say. Yeah. Is that is that what that hand is for back there? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> my artistic no, hand. No, he goes, no. Peace. Pause, peace pause, pause. Uh, <laughs> peace and love. Yes. <laughs> you just got that. I love that. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I guess, I mean, sex in the bedroom, chocolate, you know, uh, putting things in your mouth. It, it's all related here. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I don't know if you're, would you decor- decorate your home with like a random 10-inch uh, dildo? No, not at all. No? No, you, <laughs> would, you wouldn't hang one off the racks back there? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. <laughs> 
my God. It's, you know, it's just, it's just been a dry quarantine is all I have to say. And with that, <laughs> I think this is a great way, right? See how I made Nick uncomfortable <laughs> to end. I'm squirming. News <laughs> update. Oh, are you? <laughs> squirming in the good way? No, I'm just no. kidding. I know, I know. <laughs> how was that for you? Was that life-changing? Was that the news you just needed to, to get you through? I mean, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> What's next on the plate for you, Nick? See what I did there? Wait, what do you mean? Like, meaning, like, what's uh, what's coming up? And what's new and exciting besides this gluten-free gotcha. video? Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, I... Last year, I was asked to be on this uh, crafting show. I can't say which show it is until it airs. I can't say what network it's on. But this year, I'm looking forward to that coming airing out. Coming out. Airing, oh, my airing. God. In your mouth, <laughs> listeners. Little did we know we, we had up-and-coming food royalty with us. <laughs> yes, yes. Let, let the kids know, did you win? Um, I would say that the odds are in my favor, were in my favor, but I can't say that I won. I, well, I, uh, I can't, we, I don't want you to breach your contract, here, <laughs> but I'm trying to get the load. Let's out. just say this. The odds were in my favor. Oh, oh, <laughs> you're just, put, you're just still putting out good vibrations. How exciting <laughs> is that? What? Um, oh my God. It's like, you're you're not one of those. Uh, you're not like a surprise guest on like RuPaul's Drag Race, are you? No, no. <laughs> are Are you watching? No, actually, I've only seen the first season of RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay, <laughs> all right, that's okay. We don't discriminate here, so it's not for everyone. It's not. It's not that I don't like it. Um, I just I don't really watch a lot of TV. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, for the uh, the countless hours that I'm sure it takes you to create these things, who's got the time? Right. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. You know what your aesthetic really reminds me of? Um, have you discovered Christine McConnell? Oh, my God. Yes. She's one of my idols. Um, she's actually in my vision book. Hold up. Let me show you. Oh, <clears throat> I love So this book. is my vision journal. I made this. And uh, you did make that because I saw the tutorial. Online. Right. Right here. I have Christine McConnell and me and Rosanna Pensino on a panel for a Halloween showdown on a network. Don't know which one. Don't know where. But I'm putting it out into the universe because one day I really want to work with Christine McConnell. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love <laughs> that. Um, are, are you a big Elvira fan, too? You know, I I appreciate her look. I appreciate that she is like horror royalty, but I've never really got into what she does or got into her. But I think she looks amazing. Oh my God, her and her big breasticles. I mean, <laughs> she's an icon for the ages. Right, right. Um, Vampirella, who are you who are your favorite like kind of like witchy women? Or like right. you're like you're, you know. The people who you like, fight, who you idolize, like in that right. world. <clears throat> I can tell you my favorite witches are okay. So all the witches from American Horror Story, Coven, I love. Um, I love the Sanderson sisters, of course. Winifred Sanderson. You know, when I was a kid, we'd play Hocus Pocus, and I was always Winifred Sanderson. <laughs> um, 
and Feruza Bulk in the craft. Like those girls, they're amazing. Oh, yeah. and lastly, my newest one is Zelda Spellman from The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I haven't watched the last season. Show. Get on it. It's so good. I loved it. <laughs> there are a lot of haters out there for it. Um, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, I'm not going to give away any spoilers. People are are um, mad about how it ended. Well, um, isn't that with every series? People get angry. People were mad about Game of Thrones who didn't see it. People right. were mad about The Sopranos. I saw it. Uh, people, like anytime anything ends, people are just angry. Right, it's true. But I'm grateful that they gave us an ending because a lot of witch shows don't give us endings. Like they just canceled um, Witches of East End, Out of the Blue, and The Secret Circle, done. So like, I'm just glad they gave us some sort of closure. So that was nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wait, what was that show with Shannon Doherty back in the day with the witches on like the UPN? Oh my God, I'm dating myself and now I can't. I honestly don't know who that is. I don't know what UPN is. Uh, UPN is a, uh, is like just a network, but there was like, it was like the craft. It was three. And then they came out with a new version with, uh, with uh, three Latinas. Charmed. Charmed. There we go. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. Sorry. Time to take my Prevagen. (laughs) Or my Ginkgo Biloba. Um, uh, is that not in your in your in your uh, vision sphere of like things you pull inspiration from? Wait, I'm sorry. Can you say that one more time? <laughs> yeah, is that not in like the sphere of like things you pull inspiration from? Like one of your favorite shows, like Charmed. Charmed? Um, <clears throat> Since know, we're talking I, about like movies and things, right? Like that. I've only seen like three episodes of the new the new Charm and three of the old ones, so I haven't really got into it. Um, I like shows that. Um, are very unique in a way when they use the witchcraft or when it stems from like a little bit of realism. Um, and I feel like Charmed was, for me was such a more, more, way more fantasy than I would have liked, I yeah. must say. All right, all right, yeah. all right. I mean, we've gotten so off track with the food, but I don't really all care right. at this moment. I don't really <laughs> care uh, at all because I'm so fascinated by you and <laughs> and, and like kind of just where this comes from because it's it's for lack of a better term and to be uh cheesy about it it's it's really magical there's a there's yeah like your spirit is very is very like there's a je ne sais quoi that i'm very like enamored <laughs> by here um Thank you. <laughs> how, how, do we, how do we feel with all the transphobia harry potter ish right okay so i know you're a big fan yeah i'm a big fan of harry potter i'm not a big fan of jk right now and you know my Instagram page really started with the love of Harry Potter. And then I had some people say like, oh, she's canceled. Harry Potter's canceled. But yes, you know, she she wrote the books. She made those statements. Screw her. But also whatever she put out from her mind, um, the fans really adapted it. And, you know, I always just tell people that her views don't reflect the views of the Wizarding World because is very accepting in the wizarding world, you know, anything goes. So I feel like the fans have adapted the wizarding world into something else, you know, like she hit her ceiling for sure. All right. All right. (laughs) I I like that response. The official, your, your official statement. (laughs) (laughs) Cause we needed an official statement. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't know. She's wild. 
She is. She is. <laughs> like, let's end on a foodie note. Uh, favorite thing to make? I love making pie. Any kind oh. of pie. You know, when Waitress came out, I was so into it. I listened to it like almost every day. I love, um, I'm living for the theater queen of it all too. Yeah, I, my degree's in performing arts. Listen, I spent, <laughs> uh, 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 I'm an I'm an old theater queen, darling. I, I've, yeah. I spent, I spent something like 20 years in the biz from the Broadway stages to the, to, to the stages of the Poconos Playhouse to... That's amazing. Living uh, in Times Square, living the dream. Yes, in 120 <laughs> square feet. Let's not, let's not forget about it. I, I can see the Hirschfeld Theater from my window. That's you awesome. Know? So I love the, uh, the uh, theater of it all. Um, yeah. Pies, you said. All right, yeah. pies. Okay. All right. So it seems like you're definitely attracted to the sweets more than the savory oh yeah i am a shit cook honestly does your man cook for you yes (laughs) but also i can follow a recipe very well because you know for baking you really need to so if i find a good you know recipe for something savory i could definitely make it taste good uh but if i'm just thinking on my toes no you're gonna get mush yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Not not because you're half Latino, but I gave this as Christmas gifts, and I'm trying to get him on the podcast too. Um. The author of Chicano Eats. Have you discovered him? On no. Instagram. Uh. The book is incredible. Esteban Castillo is his name, and he came out with a, a cookbook last year called Chicano Eats during the pandemic. Oh, and awesome. And it's stunning. And I gave it um, to a couple people who like to cook but need a recipe in their lives. And they're, they have gotten back to me saying that the cookbook was incredible. Yeah, I mean, that's oh. totally what I need. So, so there's, a pl- <laughs> there's a plug for him and a plug for you. Not a sponsor. <laughs> but um, it's a great like cookbook um, and beautifully done. I love that. I love that. I guess the moral of this story is find you a good man. <laughs> that can cook for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been an absolute, absolute joy to have you on. You are really, really incredible. Um, Thank you. You know, can can you leave us before you... Actually, you know what I want? I want you to give all the Instagram handles. Tell the people how to find you first. Sure. Um, so you can find me on Instagram at Practical Peculiarities. And on TikTok at Nick Alcaraz and on YouTube, Practical Peculiarities. And that's Nick, N-I-K-K. Right, N-I-K-K. You know, I love a double K. (laughs) (laughs) I'm named after Santa Claus, but that's another story. Wait a minute. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Well, now you got to tell it. Sorry. (laughs) Okay, quick one, quick one. So basically, um, my mother had... um, a little girl, um, and she passed away 14, in 14 days. So it took, she lived for 14 days. And then my mom couldn't have any more kids, the doctor said. So like eight years later or so, she sat on Santa Claus's lap. She asked him for um, a child, and I was born the next year. But it wasn't Santa Claus who got my mom pregnant. It was my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you had to put that like footnote in there, right? It wasn't Santa Claus that got my mom pregnant, right? Because that would have been even a, a better story. Right. 
But anyways, she named me Nicholas after St. Nicholas. And the spelling isn't because of that. The spelling is because when I was younger, I didn't know how to spell. And I knew Nick had four letters. So I put N-I-K-K because C was for words like chicken and chance. (laughs) (laughs) I'm obsessed with you. I'm obsessed. (laughs) I'm absolutely obsessed. And I can't, I really can't thank you enough for coming on to chat and laugh with me. This is, you have been such a breath of fresh air um, just to talk to throughout these crazy days that we're living here. So thank you once again. Will you leave us? uh, I told you I'm going to put you on the spot. Will you leave (laughs) us with with a good incantation to, to send us into this new year? Right. Here's the thing. Like I said... Um, I'm not going to give you an incantation, but I'm going to give you advice for you to keep your own positive light. I'll accept it. All right. Let's see. Everything you do lead with the intentions of positivity and say yes to every chance because opportunity isn't a lengthy visitor. There we go. Yes, I love it. I love it. I feel I feel like I can leave my salt circle now and be okay. <laughs> but don't leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. This has been such a great episode. And what a fantastic guest in your mouth, listeners. Uh, what a fantastic first guest, I should say, of this New Year's. Stay safe out there. Uh, hopefully, you know what? There are better times ahead. I can feel it. And you know what? I'm just going to say thank you for listening to In Yo Man!